Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and... Producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We have breaking news, a verdict in Rudy Giuliani's defamation trial. A jury just awarding two women nearly $150 million dollars for reputational harm and emotional distress for Giuliani's attacks after the 2020 election. The man once known as America's mayor, already in financial and legal trouble, now owes money to two Georgia election workers. The powerful storm making its way up the East Coast, likely bringing power outages and travel delays. The awful news out of Gaza. The Israeli military admitting to accidentally shooting and killing three hostages. These are the sights and the sounds of the holiday shipping season. We'll show you how gifts get where they need to go on time, and your time to ship them is running out. It gave me joy helping people. It felt good giving something instead of getting something. It really changed my heart. And we're on the road with Santa's helpers spreading holiday cheer. Their joy, that's the gift to you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Good evening, I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us on this Friday night. We begin tonight with breaking news about the man once known as America's mayor. Rudy Giuliani tonight ordered to pay a staggering amount of money, nearly $150 million, to two former Georgia election workers. A federal judge ruled Donald Trump's then-personal lawyer defamed Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss by spreading lies that they engaged in election fraud. The two women say their lives were turned upside down. They were stalked and threatened with lynchings. These two poll workers were fulfilling a public service and ensuring America's right to vote. Now they feel they can't return home and had to change their appearances to stay safe. CBS's Scott McFarlane has been covering this case from the beginning. He joins us now from outside the courthouse here in D.C. Good evening, Scott. Good evening. Rudy Giuliani didn't bat an eye as the jury announced its decision, but it's the size of the damages that caused a bit of a stir here at the courthouse. An epic fall for the man who was once Time's Person of the Year. Today's a good day. 
A jury stood witness to what Rudy Giuliana did to me and my daughter. Ruby Freeman and her daughter Shay Moss emerged triumphantly from court today after a jury awarded them damages from Rudy Giuliani for the conspiracy theories he spread about them since the 2020 election. The flame that Giuliani lit with those lies and passed to so many others to keep that flame blazing changed every aspect of our lives. Giuliani was found liable for defaming the women and for inflicting emotional distress for lies, claiming they flipped votes while serving as Georgia election workers in 2020, including a conspiracy theory the women exchanged USB drives to do so when they were actually exchanging a mint. The lies led to vile threats. Hey, I hope you like JR because that's where you're going on your way to hell. The total awarded to the two women includes more than $33 million in compensatory damages, $40 million for intentional infliction of emotional distress, and then a number that drew some gasps in the courthouse, $75 million in punitive damages. Giuliani, who had said he planned to testify at this trial, opted not to at the last minute. The absurdity of the number merely underscores the absurdity of the entire proceeding. Outside the court, he continued to spread baseless claims about 2020. My country had a president imposed on it by fraud. Those are conspiracy theories, caused, sir. These are not conspiracy theories. Giuliani told us he is going to appeal, and appeals in the federal system can be lengthy, Nora, which means it's unclear when or if either woman will get any money. Scott McFarland, thank you. Now to a powerful pre-holiday storm barreling up the East Coast with nearly 60 million Americans in the path. The massive system will bring heavy rains, strong winds and possible tornadoes. Let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. We are poised to see a blockbuster storm hit us all along the East Coast, getting its origins in the Gulf of Mexico. It could bring severe weather to Florida, including tornadoes. Our 1 to 10 Torcon scale puts the risk at a 3, but keep in mind that risk could happen at night when tornadoes are even more dangerous. Now, the storm really gets amped up in the Gulf of Mexico and hits us hard across the state of Florida through the day on Saturday. Really heavy rain here, really gusty winds. 2 to 3 inches of rain is very likely pockets of 5 or more possible. But then notice the storm rolls right up the east coast. Significant wind, significant rain, and even ends with some snow. What that means is we anticipate some serious slowdowns on the roads and at the airports Sunday and Monday, Nora, as the busy travel season kicks off. Anticipate slowdowns at the airports and some serious headaches. Important information. Thank you, Mike. There are protests tonight in Tel Aviv, hundreds marching after heartbreaking news that Israeli troops accidentally shot and killed three hostages in Gaza. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports it comes on the same day that the bodies of three other hostages were recovered. In the chaos of the street battles underway in Gaza, three Israeli hostages are now no longer counted among the missing, but confirmed dead killed by Israel Defense Forces, mistakenly opening fire after identifying the three young men as a threat. Claiming full responsibility, IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari expressed what he called deep sorrow for the tragic incident. The victims include 25-year-old motorcycle enthusiast Samar Talalka and Yotam Haim, who was kidnapped from the Kafar Azah kibbutz. The 28-year-old musician filmed this video on that morning when Hamas gunmen rampaged through his community before abducting him. 
a third hostage kill, 26-year-old Alon Shamriz, a computer engineering student from the same kibbutz. Israeli soldiers showed us around Kafarazah just days after the massacre. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is in Israel to look for ways to lessen the ferocity of the war, if not to help end it. Today, he visited the West Bank to meet Palestinian authorities Mahmoud Abbas in part to discuss who will govern Gaza next. The Israeli government has indicated that it does not have a long-term plan to occupy Gaza and that ultimately the control of Gaza, the administration of Gaza and the security of Gaza has to transition to the Palestinians. How and when the war ends is a question many are asking here and in the U.S., but a timetable tonight is as elusive as any semblance of peace. All anyone can agree is that it's months away. Now, we crossed over into Gaza today in a rare trip with the IDF. We're instructed to hold off sharing that footage for a short period, citing security concerns. But Nora, we were shown the largest and longest tunnel they've discovered so far, wide enough to drive a small car through and at least four miles long. Looking forward to seeing that. Charlie Daggett, thanks so much. Well, tonight we're getting new details about the ordeal that many of the hostages went through during their captivity. For this Sunday's 60 Minutes, CBS's Leslie Stahl sits down with one of the freed Israeli hostages. Yarden Romangat was held for 54 days. For the first time, she describes giving her three-year-old daughter to her husband so the two could escape. The decision to hand Geffen to Elon turns out to have been the smartest thing because yes. they did escape. But that must have been excruciatingly hard to hand your child over like that. It wasn't because keeping her with me in the sense that we are both are going to either die or go to Gaza was worth, worse. So you almost had no choice, is what you're saying? I had no choice. <laughs> okay. It was not a dilemma. And you can see more of Leslie Stahl's interview this Sunday on 60 Minutes. A bipartisan group of 33 senators this week urged the United Nations to open an independent investigation into what the senators call a growing body of evidence that Hamas committed acts of sexual violence on Israelis during the October 7th attack. CBS's Lilia Luciano now on what eyewitnesses are saying, and we want to warn you that some of what you're about to hear is graphic. It was just after six in the morning when the first missiles appeared in the sky on October 7th, kicking off hours of violence. Rami Shmael, who produced the Nova Music Festival, returned the next day and witnessed the aftermath. Outside Two cars, there was uh, also two young ladies, naked from the waist down. One of the victims was gunshot down uh, in the lower parts of her body. So there was a very clear difference between the way the male bodies were found and the women's bodies were found. Definitely, yeah. Was it clear to you that they had been raped? Definitely, but they did to the... To, 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 to these ladies from the waist down, it's not only rape. 
Israeli investigators tell CBS News the priority after the October 7th attack was identifying the victims, so they did not collect forensic evidence of sexual assault. But they say there are eyewitness accounts, photos, interrogation statements, and circumstantial evidence pointing to sexual attacks. A supervisor with a search and recovery team in charge of collecting the bodies showed us some of the injuries he says he saw and documented, including women whose bodies had lacerations, stabbings and gunshots to their genital area. The bodies were then taken to an army base, which served as a morgue, where IDF volunteer Shari Mendes says she handled the bodies of women. They were shot in the breast. And we saw a lot of women came in, sometimes just in underwear. The underwear was very bloody. An IDF medic who did not want to be identified described what he says he found in a kibbutz. The one on the floor, her legs are wide open and she was shot uh, at the back side of her head. And her pants are pulled down and there's a pile of semen on the lower part of her back. In a statement, Hamas said, we categorically reject false allegations of rape, calling it misleading propaganda. Other militant groups and criminal organizations also took part in the attacks. What was the message you read? I think every one of those cases uh, struck me as, as just being a terrible message of hatred. Investigators say most of the victims of sexual violence in the attacks did not survive to tell their stories. Lilia Luciano, CBS News, London. Back here at home, the mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher earlier this year in Newport News, Virginia, was sentenced to two years in prison today for felony child neglect. Deja Taylor pleaded guilty to the charge and apologized to the teacher. Her son told investigators he took the gun from his mother's purse. The teacher is suing the school district for $40 million. Christmas is just 10 days away, and time is running out to make sure your gifts arrive on time. The shipping deadlines are approaching fast, with about 82 million packages a day being shipped during this month's peak. CBS's Chris Van Cleve goes behind the scenes to see how it gets done. Tis the season for shipping at this Atlanta post office. Patty Tucker got her gifts in the mail today. If I leave it up to my husband, it will go out the night before Christmas and it will cost us even more money. <laughs> Saturday is the first class mail deadline for packages and letters. Three day service for UPS and FedEx is Tuesday and the cutoff for most next day service is Thursday. In Nashville, this UPS store is overflowing with boxes. Some dropped off by Kate Stevenson. Beat the rush and also just make sure that uh, I don't have to worry about it. Nobody else does either. More than 4 million packages daily will pass through this massive UPS facility in Louisville, Kentucky during the holiday season. Just off the runway, up to 416,000 packages are sorted per hour. There is an additional pressure, but we do emphasize that team spirit in the sense that we are essentially Santa's helpers. Boxes worked their way through 155 miles of conveyor belts, are sorted by zip code and loaded into these giant shipping containers headed for airplanes out of town, all in less than four hours. Is this your busiest time of year? This is our busiest time of the year. We, we plan for this, we communicate with our customers, we're ready to deliver. Bill Moore is the president of UPS Airlines. Don't wait, don't procrastinate, ship early and ship often. Carrying some 20,000 packages each time his MD-11 takes off, you could almost say Captain Chad Gerber will be flying Santa's sleigh next week. There's a name, there's a story with every one of those packages, and all of those are, are really important to, to the individual, and therefore, they're, you know, every bit is important. 
and this plane will soon leave Atlanta for Louisville. It's about 14,000 packages on board will be sorted and be in position ready to deliver all over the world as soon as tomorrow morning. Now, if it feels like these shipping deadlines are happening a little faster than usual, they are. It's because Christmas is on a Monday, which means you lose Christmas Eve, a Sunday, as a delivery day. Nora? Ah, that's good to know and fascinating to see how it all works. Chris Van Cleef, thank you. We've got some tragic new details tonight in the death of friend star Matthew Perry. What the autopsy reveals next. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Nearly two months after the sudden death of Friends star Matthew Perry, the newly released autopsy report reveals the cause of death for the beloved actor. The L.A. County Medical Examiner's Office says the 54-year-old died from the acute effects of ketamine. That's an anesthetic the medical examiner says he was using to treat depression and anxiety. Other contributing factors include drowning, along with the effects of a second drug that is used to treat opioid use disorder. In the wake of that terrifying building collapse in New York City this week, officials are now blaming an engineer who reported the building unsafe but said nothing was imminently hazardous. The engineer is accused of misdiagnosing a crucial column that was holding up part of the structure, thinking it was only decorative. On the Road is next with a heartwarming story for the holidays. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The holiday season is a time to count our blessings and spread joy to those around us. CBS's Steve Hartman found a group of kids doing that and more on the road. The red caps were the only clue. 
The only hint that something Christmas was afoot. Here we go. Something that would soon strike straight to the heart. Are you guys serious? Seriously? <laughs> The kids responsible for these moments of overwhelming joy are all students and former students of Derek Brown. Oh, so lights, please. A Phoenix Elementary teacher who uses our on-the-road stories to teach kindness and character. A perennial favorite, Merry Christmas. Secret Santa. That wealthy businessman who every year gives out hundreds of hundred-dollar bills to random strangers. This is impossible. This is impossible. It is possible. It's true. Watching Secret Santa do his thing made a huge impression on the kids. I was like shocked because, well, who does that? I've never seen anyone like give, just give money away like that. Could you imagine that someday it would be you? No, not ever. And so, with guidance from Mr. Brown, I sent everybody an itinerary. The kids started a Secret Santa club and began fundraising, calling friends, family, and businesses. They raised $8,000 without any help from their school or district, just so they could turn around and give it all away. It's okay. To people like Rosemarie Hernandez. Rosemarie had been out of work for a week. You will give me a lot of relief. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my God. They also gave money to Deidre oh Taylor. Oh my God. Deidre had just gotten diagnosed with cancer and was down to her last $20. You guys are amazing. Gracias. The children spent the day changing dozens of lives. And along the way, they noticed something remarkable, that the more they gave, the more they got. I'm so happy right now. You get so many feelings in your body that just makes you like want to do it again. Their joy, that's the gift to you. Their joy, that's the gift to you. Exactly the realization Mr. Brown was hoping for. I want this memory to be so strong that it now drives them every day in everything they do. Did today change you? Definitely. I never felt this way in my life. So this was really a life changer for me. Whoever said money can't buy happiness, obviously, never gave it away. Steve Hartman, On the Road, in Phoenix. God bless you, too. What a lesson. What a lesson. Finally tonight, a Wisconsin father and daughter are credited with helping find what could be a shipwreck in Lake Michigan. Tim Wolak and his six-year-old daughter Henley were fishing when their sonar picked up something on the bottom of the Great Lake. The Wisconsin Historical Society says it just might be a ship that ran aground during the Peshtigo Fire more than 150 years ago. That's pretty cool. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.